Welcome to the Viral Solutions Podcast. We're going to talk about how to make your website stand out. Now, this is part two in a series. In this one in particular, we're going to talk about website content tips and the like. First, let's put this into context. Trying to get your website to stand out from 1.7 billion websites currently published as of 2019 seems pointless. And it is pointless. In the two seconds that it might have taken me to read that last sentence, 15 more websites just made their debut. And by the time I'm done with this podcast, it'll be several hundred more. How in the world can you compete with all those websites? You can't. And you don't have to. You only need to be better than your competitors are. That is, their websites in your industry going after your customer. Now, I caution you, don't get too smug just yet. Standing out is not as simple as adding a few images to your website, publishing one, and leaving it alone. Your success hinges on understanding exactly how to captivate your visitors and keep them engaged so they take action on your website. Action is defined as buying products, contacting you, opting in, spending time on page, So we're continuing part two of our two-part series on how to make your website stand out. As a reminder, in part one, we discussed the technical requirements of high-performing websites, such as how to improve your experience and how to secure reliable, effective website hosting. In this part two, we're getting into some critical design and website content tips that when executed correctly will make your website more engaging and attractive to website visitors. You may recall in part one, this topic was quite extensive. I mean, we could do an entire course on website content tips alone. But to help you put a plan into action right now, we decided we're going to distill some of the top components of high-performing websites. Fair enough? All right. Let's dive in. So how do you make your website stand out? Make it clean and free of clutter. Website users are looking for a positive online experience, and 68% of consumers say 
good display and design are a priority when viewing professional and personal content. Creating a professional website design, however, is not as easy as slapping up a template and calling your website done. While we're not against the use of website templates, customizing your website to fit your brand and audience is key to making your website stand out. Here's some important points to remember when it comes to website design that's engaging. White space, clean layout. We all find ourselves addicted to adding new things to our website, but that creates clutter, and clutter is the enemy of website conversions. Your website is more important than the building you own. You may think that the more opportunities you give a visitor to convert, the better. Though this may work in theory, it doesn't work when it comes to websites. In fact, the fewer calls to action you give visitors, the better the chance they will convert. Conversely, the more options you give them, the longer it will take them to arrive at a decision, which means they more than likely won't, and you have lower conversions. Hicks Law, named after psychologist William Edmund Hick, is a popular theory cited in website design circles. The law demonstrates the relationship between the number of choices a person has to make relative to the time that it takes to make that decision. The more options you give people, the longer it will take them to make a decision. The solution? That's right. Get rid of clutter and unnecessary content. How? How do you remove clutter from your website? Well, first you have to figure out if your website is too cluttered to define one purpose for each page. Then review each page and ask yourself if every element on that page points to that goal. If it does not, then remove it. There's a company formerly known as Infusionsoft. They changed their name to Keep, K-E-A-P. They have a page that is 100% focused on the software's features, and that's it. You won't find any random ads, unnecessary sidebars, or random content. If you want to see an example of it, you'll find it on viralsolutions.net. Just search our site for how to make your website stand out part two, and it'll be on there. Anyway, the page is really clean. It's got some icons on there that send a message to you, like a picture of a mobile phone, a picture of a, of a calendar. I mean, those all relate to messaging and appointments. 
They have some nice white space on there, so it gives those items a stronger focus. If this page had more elements on it than the three calls to action they assume you want to make, those three wouldn't stand out as much as they do. When the calls to action and the content stands out, it's easier to read and digest, which increases visitors' time on your site, and that's a key metric. Here's the thing. Your visitors don't want to work hard to find the information they're looking for. They just assume they can Google search for it, land on a page, and there it is, like you can read their mind. Determining all of that is a difficult process. But anyway, if you don't do it, they're going to leave and visit your competitor's website who chose to spend the money to do it right. Take a look at your homepage. Now remember, your homepage can easily get too cluttered and hardly anybody comes through the front door of your website, also known as your homepage, unless they were referred to you or told what the URL of your site was. Most people click on something, an article or a post on social media, or they search for it. So your, your homepage should also have a single point of focus. What is it that you do for your customer? Because when people visit your homepage, they may not be exactly sure what they're looking for. So be careful how much content you introduce to them and make the homepage all about them, not about you. Make sure they see themselves in an after state after you've solved their problem with your product and service. But, and that's a strong one, don't clutter your homepage. Don't go overboard. We recommend keeping one space on your homepage where you practice the one focus principle. And that is a section above the fold. You know, the part before they have to scroll or the content users can see before they have to move on. Again, Keeps homepage links to various parts of the website, but the top part above the fold has one focus, to direct people to sign up for a free trial. If visitors decide they don't want to sign up or they want more information, it's normal for them to scroll down on the homepage or visit other pages linked in a menu. So here, Keep, again, does a really good job. They give a quick highlight of what their software does. It's just a simple banner that says, all your client info organized on all your devices in one place. Here's the TLDR. Keep one focus for each website page so as not to dilute the main purpose of each page. Home pages can have multiple focuses, but keep one focus for the above the fold content. 
Here's another good website content tip. Can you capture your visitor's attention in eight seconds or less? Really should be three or less. But we'll challenge you with eight. Do they instantly know in a matter of seconds what you do and what you're going to do for them? I don't care about who's the CEO and all that stuff. So you may have read website content tips all over the internet that note you only have eight seconds to engage a website visitor to keep them interested. And as we previously mentioned, we could argue that this takes too long. Eight seconds is too long. If it takes more than a few or an instantaneous glance, they're going to hit the back button. So how do you get your visitor to pay attention to your website content? Well, you've got to speak to your target's needs. Every business wants to talk about themselves. No, tell me what you're going to do for me, your potential customer. You've got to connect with your website visitors right away or you lose them. They have to be able to see themselves in what we call an after state, meaning after they've been your customer. Yeah, I'd like to look like that. That requires an understanding of what your visitors want, what their deepest needs are that they don't voice to anybody, and what type of words and language and images resonate with them. To do that, you have to create a customer avatar and do some market research. Do this before you ever create or even choose to improve your website look, feel, or the content on it. This research will help you better understand your audience's needs, problems, and objections. Use this research data to create your website content so you can captivate visitors and keep them on your site longer, compelling them to convert. We've got a handy guide at viralsolutions.net on market research. Check it out. <clears throat> Next, make sure your content's readable. Is it clear, formatted correctly? Use an easy-to-read font. When creating content for your website, the second most important rule of thumb, is it readable? Easy on the eyes. Easy in any environment. Clear, crisp, plenty of white space. Bullet points, because people read the highly bolded headlines and bullet points. They don't like to read large blocks of text. That's how you create compelling, benefit-driven headlines that beg to be noticed. Once I look at a page and I'm scrolling through it and I see the headlines and the bullet points, if those things get to my attention, I'm likely to then go back and read more of the page. There's a great example of it on ViralSolutions.net blog. All right?
We've got an example of fonts that are too small, uh, they're too fuzzy, uh, versus what looks really good. You know, which would you rather read? Check out other websites of your competitors. You'll find things you love and things you don't. Use attractive elements. So we've been talking about the text and the formatting, but you also need to include compelling imagery that depicts the main benefit or purpose of the page. The imagery should also cause visitors to be drawn to your calls to action. And this is especially important if you're attempting to generate leads with your website by providing a free offer. At first glance, it may look like, oh, go to HubSpot's homepage and you'll see they use a lot of great graphics that are pretty simple, okay? It may look like, well, that's not all that great of artistry. No, but it gets to the point really quick, okay? So let's dissect all of this. What you want to look for in a page and imagery is a great headline. The headline should speak to the user's pain point of struggling to grow their business like HubSpot does. HubSpot's headline says, there's a better way to grow. And it's also clever. It evokes curiosity and begs the user to ask, is there? You mean there's one better than what I've been doing? The purpose of the headline is simply to grab enough attention to keep the visitor on the page. If a visitor feels connected to the headline, they will feel like they are in the right place and they'll hang around longer, and that's a key metric. Now let's look on to body copy. So small text below the headline on an image is what we call body copy, and it re-emphasizes the benefit of the headline, which was helping to grow business, and gives a little bit more insight into what HubSpot software is and how it can help the visitor. Call to action. You'll see buttons a lot in a graphic, just below the copy. It'll be large, clear, call to action button. This one that I'm looking at right now has a white button and it stands out from the blue background. And it says, get HubSpot for free. Tell visit and it tells visitors they can access the software for free and try before they buy. Below the button is a small amount of text explaining the free trial, and it reiterates that the software is in fact free until the customer is ready to upgrade. This call to action button should be a very much contrasting color from any other images or background in your image. Honestly, Viral Solutions has tested these, and ones that are downright ugly and contrasting convert even better. A pro tip on compelling in imagery, creating high converting website design and content elements, that takes practice, test, test, and test. You never truly know what converts on your website 
And don't assume that you're the expert and that you know your customer better. Put things out there. Let the, let the audience decide whether they like it or not. And test, test, and test until you find the image that works the best. Take your gut feel and your opinions out of it. In this podcast, we talked about how to elevate your website design and content to increase conversions, as well as attract and engage website visitors. In doing this, you're going to be able to get more people to convert on your offer. Some of the design and content aspects that we talked about are how to make your website design clean, free of color, and how to ramp up your website content and calls to action so that visitors actually engage in it. Now, it's time for you to go implement some of these tips and improve your conversions. Make small changes, measure them, know whether they're working. Go out and polish diamonds. Keep improving them. Your diamonds. Don't worry about the turds laying around so much. Get the diamonds to look really, really good. If you want us to take a look at your website and tell you what we think of it, we'll do that for free at viralsolutions.net, where we're committed to seeing you succeed. Where actually we don't exist unless we double your business. The viralsolutions.net podcast. It's where you can stay up to speed in the ever-changing world of marketing.